Let me start by saying a Merry Christmas to all of you. Amen. May God truly bless you and, and just fill your heart with His love and with His goodness and with His mercy on this wonderful day. Amen. I think one thing that we can truly say that this has been a very different Christmas because it's just been a very different year. Amen. Can I see your hand if I'm talking to the right people here? Well, one thing I want to tell you is what happens around you shouldn't determine what happens on the inside of you. What happens around you should not determine what happens on the inside of you. Amen? Turn with me in to your Bibles in, to Luke chapter 2, verse 8. We should celebrate Christ that entered and came to this earth every day, not just on Christmas Day. We should celebrate it every day. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. Now, there were in the same country shepherds living out of, in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angels a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward man. Wow. For years we've heard the message, wise men saw it in the stars. But shepherds heard it from angels. We've heard that wise men came and they brought gifts. Joy, peace to all of mankind. But this is a very different year where many people maybe even cannot give any gifts. Family, even though you may not have gifts to give, you have Christ on the inside of you. The most important message here is not wise men giving gifts, wise men seeing it in the stars, even the shepherds that heard it. But it was angels, the heavenly beings that worshipped him. As a heavenly being, as one who is born again, we ought to worship Christ. We ought to worship God, our Father, and say thank you for sending Jesus Christ to this earth. Today I have a message that's going to impart hope into your heart. Maybe you sit here and you feel I don't have hope for the future. Maybe you're looking at the situations and the circumstances around you, and you say, is there hope? I know I should put my hope in God, but I'm not sure if everything is going to work out. Am I talking to the right people here this morning? Let me see your hand. 
the greatest gift, the greatest gift, Jesus Christ came to this earth. John 3 verse 16, we all know it. For God, the greatest person, so loved the greatest devotion that he gave his only begotten son the greatest sacrifice that whoever believes the greatest condition should not perish but have eternal life or everlasting life, the greatest result. Family, there was a time, Abraham, our father of faith, Romans 4 verse 18 teaches us, who contrary to hope in hope, means contrary to hope, when he looked at his situation, when he looked at his body, when he looked at his wife, when he looked at everything going, it's, it's too late. It's too late. I don't know how I'm going to be able to produce a son who contrary to hope, in hope. The King James says, against hope. He believed in hope. The hope in the world, the situation that you are looking at, it might seem hopeless. But who contrary to hope, against hope. The Passion Translation said, against all odds. Against all odds. Put their hope, their trust in God. That hope is Jesus Christ himself. Turn to the person next to you and say, there's always hope. Abraham took God at his word. He didn't look at his situation, his circumstances around him, but he looked towards hope. That joy that manifested. The Bible teaches us in John 1 verse 14 that the word became flesh, and when it manifested, we could see its glory, and it was full of grace and truth. Grace, God ready to treat you better than what you deserve. His unmerited favor, the truth about you, not what your situation and your circumstances are saying, but what Jesus is saying about you. I know the thoughts I have towards you, thoughts of hope, a future, the future that you hope for, a future and a hope. Family, listen to me. Hope is something you have. The book of Colossians teaches us there was a mystery, something kept hidden, something mysterious. It was Christ Jesus, the hope of glory on the inside of you. Turn to the person next to you and say, the hope of glory is on the inside of you. Tell them again, say the hope of glory is on the inside of you. Do you know what that means? Everything you are feeling right now that's going through your heart, the emotions, the pain, the joy, whatever, heaven is aware of it. 
the number one characteristic or one of the main characteristics of Jesus Christ, He can feel what you are feeling. Jesus is aware of what you are going through right now. Remember, the Word became flesh. God, who was in heaven, not on this earth, in heaven, above all situations, circumstances, pain, disappointment, sin, became flesh. He became a man like you and me. Jesus can feel what you are feeling. Jesus can feel what you are feeling. The only difference is that disappointment, that despair, that self-pity, he wants to replace it with his hope. He wants to replace it with his hope. Luke says here, for there is born to you this day. To you this day, love is born. To you this day, hope is born. To you today, every good thing is born. The truth is, as we read this part, in Bethlehem that day, every inn was full. The people had good excuses not to allow Jesus into the inn. Today, every one of us, we find ourselves being an innkeeper. What is your excuse? I mean your good excuse for not allowing Jesus into your life, for not allowing the hope of this world, the peace of this world, the joy of this world into your life. The greatest gift of receiving Jesus is to receive his peace. While there's a storm outside, Jesus wants to put his peace on the inside of you. Turn to the person next to you and say, make a decision today to stop making excuses, but be a good innkeeper and allow Jesus in. This year, more than ever before, I've heard people, can I just have a sign? Can I just receive a sign from God that He is aware of me, that He is going to help me, that He's going to see me through? Let me see your hand if you've asked for a sign or you'd like a sign. It's normal. It's normal. We find in the book of Isaiah 7 verse 10 that the word of the Lord came to the king and said, ask of the Lord a sign for yourself. Can you imagine the word comes to you and say, ask a sign. You want a sign, ask a sign. You can take your time and read from verse 10. He replies to the man of God. He says, no, I'm not going to ask God for a sign. Sometimes we want to be so spiritual or we think, no, we cannot ask God for a sign. He says, no, I'm not going to ask the Lord for a sign. And the prophet says to him, it's enough that you weary people around you, but why do you want to weary God? God has said, ask a sign. So you don't want to ask a sign. He's going to give you a sign. He said, a virgin will give birth 
to a child. And his name will be Emmanuel. That will be the sign. Go read Luke 2. The sign will be you'll find the baby. Family, whatever sign you've been looking for, whatever sign you've been asking, Christmas is crying out and giving that sign. Whether people believe in Christ or not, they are celebrating Christmas. Many people are trying to remove the Christ and just say Xmas. But it's all about Jesus that was born. Turn to the person next to you say, you have your sign. Tell them again, say, you have your sign. Christ was born. Emmanuel, God is with you. Expect things to start to change. Family, listen to me. This was the sign. Christ that was born. Christmas is a sign of hope, a sign of love, a sign of peace that God wants to give to all of mankind. But they have to make the decision. You are the innkeeper making an excuse to allow his peace into your life or saying, I'm going to open my heart's door this day and allow Jesus Christ to enter into my heart, to come into my life. You may not have money in your pocket, but you have the love of God on the inside of you. It wasn't a sign that compelled Jesus to come to this earth. It was the love of God the Father that compelled Jesus to obey His Father to come to this earth. What is the thing motivating you? It's the love of God that compels us. The Passion Translation says, it's the love of God that motivates us, that ignites us. That's that fire on the inside. Family, listen to me. Hope that you are looking for, God has deposited on the inside of you. Turn to the person next to you say, whether you like it or not, you have hope. Whether you like it or not, you have hope on the inside of you. Hope is the first ingredient of faith. Whether you like it or not, you have faith on the inside of you. Ephesians 2 verse 8 says, by grace we have been saved through faith. Where did you get that faith? Jesus deposited that mustard seed faith on the inside of you. That means all of mankind has the potential to please God. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. So God has placed the hope of glory Christ on the inside of you. He's deposited faith on the inside of you. And he's placed his love on the inside of you. Romans teaches us he has poured his love into our hearts. These are the three greatest ingredients, the most important things. If you go read 1 Corinthians 13, it says, And now abide faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. Hope is the anchor of your soul. 
Hope is the anchor of your soul. Hope is the first ingredient of faith. Faith is something that you have. Now faith is the evidence of things hoped for. Hoped for what? That evidence is Jesus Christ himself that ignites faith on the inside. And it's that faith that works through love, the love that Christ has poured out in your heart already. Turn to the person next to you and say, I'm going to make it. Because Jesus came to this earth. Family, listen. The Bible said the word God became flesh. And when he entered into this world, we could see his glory. Not just an ordinary glory, the hope of glory for all of mankind. God has deposited on the inside of you. There's always hope for those who put their hope in Christ Jesus. Christmas should remind you that hope has come to all of mankind. Joy has come to all of mankind. Peace has come to all of mankind. The love of God being poured out in your heart. Family, listen to me. When you have the love of God on the inside of you, that love is the very thing that compels us, motivates us, ignites us. Even when you don't have money in your pocket, the love of God compels us. When you don't have gifts, the love of God compels us. Remember, it was the angels that worshipped him. When you have a love for God in your heart, whether you have something in your pocket or not, you can say, I love you, Father. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Holy Spirit. I love you, Father. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Holy Spirit. Because the peace of God rules and reigns on the inside of you and me. That's the greatest gift that God has given us. Stop making excuses as an innkeeper. In Bethlehem, every innkeeper had a very good excuse not to allow Jesus in. Mary had Jesus on the inside of her for nine months. But God the Father wants Jesus to be on the inside of you for eternity. Not just nine months, not just on a Sunday, but for eternity. I'm closing with this scripture, Romans 15, verse 13. Now may the God of hope, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Joy and peace to all of mankind. Joy and peace to all of mankind. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Family, Jesus came to this earth to make a way for the Holy Spirit to be here. Can you see the importance to pray every day? Spirit of the living God, Spirit of Christ, fall afresh upon me. Fill my heart with your peace. Fill my heart with your joy. Fill my heart with your hope. It's the Holy Spirit of hope that will expel all shades of hopelessness, 
all shades of self-pity, knowing that the hope of glory is working on the inside of you, working in you, through you, for you, with you, to take you from where you are to where God wants you to be. Let this be the message of Christmas. Though you may not have a gift in your hand to give to anybody, money in your pocket, you have the gift of life, Jesus Christ. You have the hope of glory on the inside of you, and you can go and share that with somebody. But make sure before you want to give that to somebody, make sure that you've opened your heart and you've allowed Christ the Messiah to come into your life. Not only for a day, not only on Christmas Day, not like Mary only for nine months, but God wants Christ Jesus to be on the inside of you for eternity. Sila.